0: Hi everyone. Thank you uh, for having me. Mary, Mary, Alan, everybody. Um, I truly am really blessed uh, that I'm here. Um, I want to start by kind of everyone, if if you can, if you feel to stand up. There's a lot of energy moving around here. Just kind of stand up and kind of move a little bit so we can... I'm gonna shake it off. <laughs> it's really crowded in here with all these animals. So, um, if you feel a little bit like someone's near you, they are. Um, so, don't be surprised. And you're gonna kind of, if you close your eyes for a minute, take a deep breath in and out. What animal? You don't have to share this uh, right now, but what animal comes to mind? Hmm. Okay, they're all here. Let's sit down. <laughs> it might have been your animal that showed up. Okay, I just a little housekeeping here. Um, I tend to kind of go all over the place, so. I welcome anyone to get me back on track. (laughs) And I always say that I am perfectly imperfect. So um, here we go. I obviously am an animal communicator. Uh, I started uh, talking to animals um, at the age of five. We lived in Lake Winnipesaukee. I don't know if anyone knows where that is. It's kind of back east. And we were building a, um, my family was building a lake home. And I was in the bathroom (laughs) as a five-year-old, and the squirrel was sitting there next to me. And I was having a full-on conversation with the squirrel. And I was talking to him about how beautiful his coat is and how shiny it is and how it must feel to actually wear that fur and what it must feel like on your feet. I mean, it was really descriptive. And then my mother heard me talking. She's like, what is she doing in there? And she opened the door and started screaming because she saw the squirrel. I started screaming. He's freaking out. I mean, it was just this whole, like, cluster. And, of course, I'm yelling at my mom, leave him alone, leave him alone. And so that was my first recollection of uh, actually having a conversation. (laughs) So um, going through that and then through life and growing up in a very um, Italian Catholic situation, um, I heard a lot of lies in my life. You're dramatic, you're over exaggerating, you're all those things, you're weird, you're all those things. So how many in the audience here, you can just raise your hand, have had that in their lives? So, yeah, right? So that being said, I always knew in my heart that those things weren't true. And then, um, and I'm going to kind of skip around. So then you fast forward. Um, I went to uh, UCLA. Yes, I'm a Bruin, um, in, through interior design. And I started my interior design um, career. And I was very fortunate that I was so successful in that. I designed hotels and restaurants all over the world. Um, I did the first Starbucks in um, Narita, Japan. Um, it, that allowed me to get back into horses. Oh, I started riding horses when I was about seven. So, um, I'd been riding for many years. Uh, got back into horses um, as an adult, and um, with that, kind of a sidebar this is my horse Eternal. He was born with this name Eternal Flame. So, um, and it's really incredible in regards to how we were even connected. So I'll tell you this little story because its I think it's fascinating. So uh, as an adult, I'm getting back into riding and looking for a horse, and I didn't want anything fancy. I wasn't going to show anymore. I just wanted to trail ride and have fun and just enjoy. And. Uh, I tried to buy a horse, and it went south, and I called up my friend. I was upset, and I'm like, oh, you know, this deal fell through, and I'm upset, and whatever. She says, well, Eternals for sale, and I'm like, "Uh, no. He was doing the Grand Prix. If anyone knows what that is, it's the really big jumps. Okay, he was doing the Grand Prix, Uh, and I'm like, too fancy. It's not what I'm looking for. Plus, he was... $85,000, $85,000, OK? And this was 25 years ago. I'm like, I don't have that money. I'm not doing the things. So she says, just come out for lunch. I'm like, Ann, I'm not meeting you for lunch. I knew where that was going. Just come out for lunch. She says, no, 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 I'm not going to come out for lunch. I'll meet you at your house. So I'm driving there, and she calls, and she goes, I'm stuck at the barn. You got to meet me at the barn. I'm like, oh, my gosh, okay. So I get to the barn, and I walk up, and who's in the cross ties? Eternal. He is gleaming and shiny. His feet are painted. He's all saddled up. I mean, all the things. And I looked at her, and I said, you know what? And this is not funny. This is not cool. <laughs> Please. And she said, just get on him. And I'm like, what? I mean, I'm like... Uh, as an adult getting back into it, I'm jumping little cross rails. I'm not doing the big thing. She'd just get on him. So I get on him and I'm riding him around. I'm like, of oh, course he's fancy. Hello, right? She says, just go jump that jump. I'm like, all right. Jump that one, jump out. The, and it's four feet now. Okay. And I'm like, she goes, just grab mane. I'm like, I'm like praying that this, I'm not going to fall off. Anyway, long story short, of course it was fabulous. I felt really great. We go to lunch and she goes, so what do you think about Eternal? And I'm like, what do you think I think? He's fancy. He's awesome. But I, you know, I'm not, not, I don't have that money. I'm not spending that money. She goes, well, what, how much were you going to buy that other horse for? And I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding me? I was so embarrassed. I'm like, oh, I I, I don't think I can tell you. And she was, just tell me. And I go, 5000 <laughs> And she goes, you write me a check right now, and you can have them. Mm-hmm. Wow. Makes me like, woof. Yeah. I was like, what? And she was dead serious. So the universe changed so many things to make that happen, it was just incredible. So I am telling you this story because I know that you guys in your life have some story or stories that you can relate to that, where whether it was with Uh, an animal or a partner or whatever it was, a car, whatever it was. I know you can relate to that. So that moment was really the trajectory of me becoming an animal communicator. So it was super powerful. Um, I am challenged with um, anxiety attacks. (laughs) Um, and I was pulling up to the barn one day, and they come on randomly. I don't know if you guys ever, ever experienced one, but one had come on pretty strong, and so I went up to Eternal. This is very early on in our relationship. We'd only been together maybe a few months, and I went up to Eternal, and I'm like, oh, my God, Eternal, I'm just, like, really, like, struggling here, and he literally... Wrapped his head around me and pulled me into his chest and just his head was down The back of me and he just held me until it went away and I thought oh my god this This is crazy. Not crazy, right? So all these things started happening throughout our we were together 20 years so I I Mean I the millions of those stories uh, so He was really the one who was teaching me throughout this whole relationship. And I would go to parties, and I remember this one party. Um, I walked into the party, and the host, uh, hostess, um, very new, I just had met her, and before I could even say hello to her, her dog was right here, and he was like, Hello, hello, can you please tell my mom about my tail? Can you tell her about my tail, my tail, my tail? And I'm like, what is happening? You know, I'm like, "Um, here's your hostess gift. What are you talking about, you know? And (laughs) he was talking about his tail. And so I went up to her and I said, okay, well, you know, you're going to think I'm nuts, but your dog is talking about his tail. There's something really wrong with his tail. Can you bring him to the vet? Can you do something? And I just kind of left it. Well, this is on a Saturday, so Monday she takes him in to the vet. Well, she takes him in, he had surgery, he had cancer in his tail. Oh. So I, I'm, I'm telling you this because if, you, if you're getting messages, because anyone can learn what I do, anyone. If you can le- learn German or Italian or any language, you can learn animal language. So if you ever have those experiences, I really recommend that you really lean into it and see where it takes you, see what happens. How did I actually get into this? Well, when Eternal was aging, um, I was introduced to a Reiki master, and so he had Reiki on him. So Eternal had the massage, the chiropractor, the Reiki master, the all the things. Uh, but I didn't, which is very typical of a horse owner. <laughs> They're, they have more clothes than us. They have everything. <laughs> so I was introduced to Reiki way back when. And now, fast forward, um, I'm faced with sending eternal um, to heaven, and that really knocked me to my knees. I mean, you talk about really the being in the deepest, darkest depths of hell. That's where I was, and I was there for four years. And that is really why I'm so passionate about... Teaching all of you and everybody about animal language Because it's incredibly powerful it heals and it will Assist you through this journey what we call life, right? It's just it makes it so much better your travels through life. So in this um, place where I was, this space, no one really knew what to do with me. My husband didn't know. My family didn't know. I mean, everyone's like, we don't know how to even support you. Uh, so one one day, it was coming New Year's, and there was a, a sound bath puja. It was an overnight puja. If anyone knows what a puja is, it's a like an overnight sound bath. And it started at like, six at night, and it went all the way past midnight to 7 a.m., and I thought, I'm, I'm going to go. What else am I going to do on New Year's, right? So I told my husband, I go, you're on your own. I'm doing this thing. I'm just going to see what happens. So I go to this, and there was at a yoga studio. It was kind of as big as this, and there were so many people, and you're, like, packed in, and you get, like... You get a yoga mat, that's like your space. And I was sitting there, and the gong started, the sound bow started, all this, and this woman comes up to me, and she kneels in front of me, and she had the most magnetic smile. You've met people like that, right? And she looks at me, and she had these tuning forks in her hands, and I didn't know what those were. And she said, can I share my tuning f- forks with you? And I'm like, Sure. So she does her thing, puts it in her, her ear, yeah, in my ears, and I was just looking at her like, "Oh my God, I'm in love." <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean it was it changed my life. It, it, it sound, actually, it's almost like it snapped me out of this place. I was like, "What in the world is going on? Anyway, she was a Reiki master, and she ended up being my teacher, and that's how I got into Reiki. So I did Reiki one, which is on yourself. Then I did Reiki two, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And I'm like, no, I'm going to be master. Uh, so I did my master. And then I went on to becoming an animal Reiki practitioner. So I teach Reiki. If anyone wants to learn, let me know. And uh, that's also been instrumental in me, uh, in my readings, um, how I how I do Reiki, I mean readings. So I'm gonna co- go through. That's kind of my journey. Um, I now have two fur children. Um, they're cats, and um, Olive and Melvin. Um, oh, one other thing I wanted to talk to you about. So. Uh, my uh, initials, my birth initials are AEW and and I named my, net, my website AweVisions because AEW and then Visions because the Visions. Well, one day I was like, this is like weird, not weird. A is for Amy. E is for eternal and W is for Willow, who is my what I called my baby daughter. She was my dog of 15 years. So me, Willow, and Eternal, we were like the three musketeers, if you will, for 15, 20 years uh, together. So it's kind of interesting how even initials or numbers or Whatever, how they're so relatable to your journey in life. So I'm hoping that you guys have experienced something like that too, um, through through your life. Now, how do I uh, do these readings? Well, I am very gifted in regards to my clairs. You know, you got your clairvoyance, your clairaudience, your clairsentience, all the all the clairs, right? So. I see a lot of things, and I usually do it with my eyes closed. And I see visions or pictures. Um, there's a lot of times where animals will show me puzzles. They're really into puzzles lately, which is really cool. So they show me particular puzzles. Um, and then also scent. And I want when I go through these, I kind of want you guys to think about where your strengths are, in regards to your clairs, right? So, do you see things or do you smell? Um, I smell a lot of things. Um, I smell smoke. Um, I smell uh, tar, uh, grass, different grasses, and um, seeds. All kinds of smells. Um, then there's the gut feeling, right, where you just know like you know, right? You just know. Um, and then there's um, hearing. Uh, I hear a lot. And I got to tell you, so animals talk actually in, um, some of them, talk in um, accents, And it's really, really cool to hear those. It's like super cool to hear those. Um, There's a lot of, um, I call, um, uh, uh, talk singers, where they sing when they talk. And it's really fun because you hear all kinds of different songs. You know, regular songs, or maybe it's a rock. You know, they sing like a rock star, or they'll sing like an opera. Um, So those are really, really fun. Uh, I did actually have um, uh, a dog come in and talk Japanese, and I'm like, I don't know Japanese, and it had nothing to do with his owner. His owner wasn't Japanese, but he was talking in Japanese. I'm like, okay, so can you talk in a different language and ask him if he can talk in a different language, whether it's verbally changing his actual words, like talking English, or show me pictures or sounds or uh, a different direction. So he's like, all right, I'll talk English. So, so that was that was kind of fun. So, um, if you ever hear your animal or your fur or your uh, feather child talking in different languages, ask them to talk in a language that you understand. You can actually even if you're um, talking. Um, oh, this is a good example. Uh, Nada, <laughs> uh, she took my class. And in the class, there we had a chicken that we were talking to. And this chicken was saying that she wanted to talk in French. Well, she was a French hen. I don't know anything about chickens, but you found out she was a French hen. But she wanted to talk in French. And so the message was that her friend, Nada, was supposed to teach her parent French, so she could then talk to the chicken. So, how cool is that? And I was thinking about that um, the other day. How beautiful that this chicken, right, uh, was bringing them together their relationship in in a different way. I mean, I don't know. This is pretty fascinating, I think. Um, I mean, would you ever think of talking French to your friend, you know? I mean, I don't know, that's, and her name was Gretel, so Gretel the chicken. So yay, Gretel, super, super cool. Um, <clears throat> let's see, what else did they talk about? Um, oh, one of the questions I get a lot is, uh, are they gonna rat me out? Are they going to tell my deepest, darkest secrets? Are they going to, tell things that maybe I don't want to hear or whatever. Um, I will tell you that they always, 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 100%, million percent, always come from the biggest place of love. Always love. That is their whole drive is love. So if you think maybe you excuse me don't want to hear something maybe you do need to hear it and you need to and it needs to come from them because they are bringing it forward with love right Uh, a lot of animals talk about businesses and i i feel like there's uh Kind of a lot more on this side of the room for some reason. Um, people that um, are making a shift in a different career. And it could be anything. Um, <clears throat> and what I mean by career is um, an alter- alternative um, source of income. Uh, they Just the other day, I was talking to this animal, and his advice for his um, dad, um, well, there was a couple. And let me back up, sorry. Um, This is where I get. (laughs) So um, before I do my readings, I always create um, an earth element grid, and it has some type of outline, whether it's a person or an animal or um, a flower, whatever it is, um, and then that's pulled intuitively. And then I pull these um, earth elements—the crystals, rocks, different items that I have. Uh, I intuitively pull these and place them on the grid, and that kind of it gives me an insight of who I'm talking to or who I'm going to talk to. So one of the uh, earth elements that I pulled was this um, rock that is representative of an egg. I'm like, hmm, okay. So it could be um, a birth of a business. It could be a birth of a child. It could be a birth of whatever, Um, kind of like a butterfly. When they go from the caterpillar to the butterfly, it's a change. So I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I love when the I love when that comes up. So I was talking to them, and their dog was saying, "I'm, I met her, I met her, I met her, I met her," and I'm like, "Who's, who's her? Who's her?" And he didn't, he didn't have a name yet, but he says, "S, S, and he was a, an S sound. So I were on Zoom, and I said, "Are you pregnant?" And she said yes. I said, Oh, your dog has met your child, your unborn child. And I said, Have you named her? And she said yes. And she grabs, I <laughs> she grabs her husband's hands like, Ooh, here we go. And I said, Does her name start with an S? Because he's saying S-S-S, like an S. And she says, "Yes, we named her Sage." So I'm like, "Ah, okay, okay, perfect." Well, your dog—I know this sounds like way out there—but your dog has met your child, uh, your unborn child, and the the business that you're doing right now is not really advantageous. (coughs) Excuse me. To your future when your child comes. So the guy is like, <clears throat> what are you talking about? I said, well, there's just some, some aspect of your business that you need to shift. Your dog is telling, telling you this, that you need to shift when your child is born. And I said, when is your child due to be born? <clears throat> she says, um, end of December. And I'm like, okay, so we need to go quickly. So I said, what business are you in right now? What are you doing? He says, well, I'm doing plant medicine. I'm like, oh, OK. All right. So the dog's like, ooh. So I'm like, how do, I, how do I present this without going, oh, you know, because the dog's saying this? So I said, OK, well, <laughs> um, let's talk about this. And maybe let's shift that. Let me tell you what your dog is seeing. So your dog is seeing that you are to do, not do that, but to do these readings, and they're supposed to be quick, like fast readings, because he's very intuitive. These fast readings, like 10, 15 minute max readings uh, with song, which is so incredible. And so he's like, oh, yeah, I've been getting song, and he always, these songs drop into his head, and I said, but those songs are not for you, they're for your client, so whatever song comes in, that's the message, and so it it's going to be this huge thing, I mean, this guy's going to be world-renowned, he really is, that's what I saw from this dog showing me, so uh, anyway, he was like all excited about it, this and that, and um, It was just really, really cool how the dog was kind of telling him, hey, you know, you can't be doing these journey things, plant medicine things with people. You need to do this. And so anyway, he's, of course, obviously super excited about it, and he's creating all that. Uh, So that was, um, so will they rat you out? I don't really want to call it ratting you out, but they will bring stuff up that you're supposed to know. Yeah. So does anyone have any questions? Hi. What's your name? My name's Allison. Hi. Um, Every animal communicator I have ever come across is always uh, very into horses. Are they just easier to communicate with? Um, I don't have a lot of experience with horses. Mine are mostly with smaller animals. Um, you know, I don't think they're, they're, for me, they're not easier to talk to than any other animal. I think what happens is the spirit of the horse is so, um, they're all magical, but there's something about a horse that is so, um, powerful, magical, um, dreamy, um, romantic, uh, all these things. And they are so open. They really are just open to talk. So I think it's easy for people that maybe don't have a developed gift yet to talk to a horse. I think that's where that horse thing comes in. Hi, what's your name? I'm Lynn. Hi, Lynn. My question is: Do animals come back and is something else, Mm -hmm. or like, like say a dog, would he come back and live another life somewhere else? Okay, excellent question. I'm so glad you asked that. Okay, so uh, some animals do come back. Some of them go off and do other things. but they don't necessarily always come back as a dog. If they departed as a dog, they might not come back as a dog. Um, if they departed as a rabbit, maybe they come back as a llama. It just, it just depends um, on their choice. It's really they have the choice. Would it always be an animal? Would it always be an animal? Yeah. Um, I have not seen in my experience I have not seen an animal come back as um, we'll go you one second um, I have not seen an animal come back as anything other than an animal but I will tell you that um, this is an interesting story so there was um, a cat that had departed and um, the this client of mine she she books a session with me on every year, every anniversary of his departure date. She wants to check in on him, this and that, because I can talk to, we- talk to animals whether they're present or departed, doesn't matter. Uh, so when he departed, six months after his departure date, we checked in on him, and she said, what is he doing now? And it was so incredible. He was a dog now. And he was in, it looked like Ireland. I've never been to Ireland, but it looked like Ireland with the green and then the dropping of the cliffs. And he was there in Ireland with the child that was about three or four in a wheelchair. And so his job was to be um, this child's guardian, really. Um, throughout his life and it was super interesting still gives me chills because she said my husband and I are going to Ireland in two months I'm like well you're gonna see a child in a wheelchair and just know that that was your fur baby and how beautiful it is that you are the one who gave this fur child the life that you did and honored it so much that it is now doing another amazing job. So good for you as the PAW parent. And that's one thing that we really have to um, honor is the role that we have on them. Because it's almost like we're rearing real children, really. Yeah. Hi, Amy. Hi. I'm Amy. <laughs> Every so often when we're in my bed, because my dog shares my bed with me, she will get really focused and just look up at the ceiling like this. Yeah. And so I'm sure she's talking to my mother. She's talking to someone and she's getting a message for me. Okay. But so I, let's, let's talk about that. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> um, so When you see animals doing that, yes, they are getting messages from others. Um, It could be uh, parents that had passed. It it could be anybody, anything. Now, I will tell you also that they are, you're going to think this is super crazy, but it's fact, um, because they see it a lot. They are here, a lot of them, as scientists, because they show me, like, you know, Einstein's board, right, with all the stuff, um, the formulas and all that, they show me things like that. And so they are here to code the Earth, to uh, really for the ascension of the planet, Um, They're here to teach Alzheimer's in animals. That's a big thing. That's been coming up a lot. So there's animals here that I've spoken to that are actually um, working on a medicine for that because it's real in the animal world as well. So they're talking to all kinds of people's places, things, beings, some of them are working, doing these codes, uh, or the, the other of, um, are talking to whoever. I, have My cat, Olive, uh, she will walk through the house in the middle of the night, and she'll sing. I mean, literally sing. She goes, ah, I'm like, that's my cat, <laughs> you know? Ah. and I know that there's angels flying around her house, and she's talking to them, so it's... I wake up and I, oh, Olive, I love when you sing. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Do your pets ever come back to you as another pet? Mmm, such a good question. Absolutely, yes. Oh my gosh, I've seen so many. So uh, a lot of times, what happens um, in that situation is, let's say there's, because uh, this had just happened. Uh, probably four times in the last month when I've talked to animals that are um, going to are ready to depart. Uh, one, they'll never, ever give me a departure date. They just don't. It's too. and I had asked them one time, why why don't you? Because, you know, your, your paw parents want a departure date. They won't do it because it's too stressful on us. We can't handle it. So, and that's, I mean, what a beautiful space of love, right? So they'll never give an actual departure date. However, they will have instructions in regards to their departure sometimes, like real big ceremonies. It's pretty crazy. So um, do they come back as your pets? Yes, they can. Uh, They've shown me. Yes, I'm going to come back as a uh, uh, striped cat and you're going to know because this cat's going to be literally this small and it's going to have like goopy eyes. So they will show what they are going to be. Have you experienced that? Ah, well then it's true. Then you got the feeling, you know how? Yeah. Hi. Hi, my name is Emily. Hi. I wasn't, I wasn't going to, I was debating whether to make this comment, and because of that last one, I have to say I had a reading once. I think it was when my dog Scooter was ailing, so she was at the end of her life, and the reader said, This has never come up in a reading before, but she's saying she's going to come back to you one day. Yeah. And yep. I said, Well, how will I know? How will I find her? And she said, You'll just see this puppy, and you'll just know. Yeah. So I didn't know that that was common. Absolutely. Yep. I'm still waiting for it to happen, but one day. (laughs) Maybe you're not looking. I'm not looking right now because of all the coyotes here. There's no because. (laughs) You're right. It's just Just honor it and go. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Hi, good morning. So my name's Kelly. Hi. Um, So you might um, prefer I address this afterwards, but questions on, um, I'm not thinking about for myself. Um, for a relative and a friend, two people, about your private sessions and classes, and um, where are they, and are there different? T- I know each person; each person is totally different, and <laughs> um, what their needs would be mm-hmm. um, for learning. Okay, perfect. Thank you for thank you for that question. Uh, yes, I do all the things. I teach Reiki. If anyone's interested in Reiki, um, I I do that. Uh, you have to go through the Reiki. A session before you do the animal reiki, but I do that. Now my sessions for readings, um how they work, I do 30 and 60 minute readings and they're all via Zoom. People go, oh, "Not in person? What?" Well, the reason is is because when when I if I go, well, I, I don't do it, but if I went to a home, I'm not only reading the animal, but the animal's so excited, right? It's, there's a lot they don't get focused. I'm reading the energy of the home. I'm reading energy of the land that the home sits on. I'm reading the energy of the family dynamics, the uh, everything and it's just it's you don't get a true reading. you just don't. So I don't do in person. they're all via Zoom. So And they're also recorded, which is nice because then you can relax through the the reading and you don't have to take notes and do all the things, right? So uh, what you would do is if you have a present or even a departed, uh, but if you have a present uh, animal, then you would just hold them up to the camera and I would connect with them. Then you put them down and you let them be. You don't touch them because if you touch them, that actually... Uh, breaks the connection. It kind of muddles the connection that you have, um, the energy connection. You don't get a true reading. So you just put them down. And they can go in the other room. They don't have to be present. Um, and then another thing is that you don't play what they call I spy because they just like are like, and what I call I spy is like when I'm you know, delivering the messages, you're like, what are they walking, are they, oh, he blinked, you know, it's like, just let him be, because it's almost like it's too invasive, right, so just let him be, um, and so I start giving messages to you in regards to what they're saying, and then we go through your questions, you would have however many questions you want, we would, and then I would say, what is your first question, and then you would ask the question as if you're asking them, and then I would deliver the message. So those how, how the readings go. Now, I am teaching an animal communication class. It's an intro class. And it's really fun. Nada took it uh, last month. And it's going to be next week, uh, next Saturday on the 14th. But I teach them every month. So I encourage you guys to join because it's really fun. We talked to, last one we talked to um, a present dog, a departed dog, uh, the chicken, and uh, she was present, and then a horse. So it's really fun to, um, to learn that, because like I said, anyone can learn, um, can learn that. There's a sign-up sheet in the back if you just want to leave the email. Are. You can text me. Um, I'm super available and very approachable. So just text, send me a text. Tell me where I met you and what you need, and um, and I'll help you. Yeah, that would be really, really fun. It's, it's going to be a really, really cool class, really cool class. And then on top of that, I created this thing called Animal Nation. I'm really excited about that. Um, Animal Nation is going to be um, a monthly thing that we're going to meet for like an hour, probably longer than an hour, but um, an hour where we meet every month on Zoom. And it will be like questions that you have if you've taken the course. There'll be questions that you can ask if you're having challenges with whatever. And also, I'm going to be bringing in people from other Animal things, maybe like a nutritionist, or um, maybe another Reiki master that does um, that does uh, animals. Um.